0: You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, February 1st, 2012. Upcoming events. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? Everyone does, but few have answers. This seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. Peace, joy, and satisfaction will be yours only if you find and fulfill your life purpose. Recordings of this seminar are available on the website. See StrategiesWork.com for details. The SLA Alumni Event. This event is exclusively for alumni of the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. The journey of discovering your life purpose can be challenging. Periodically, you need encouragement, fresh perspective, and inspiration. This is the purpose of the annual SLA alumni event. Each year, this event focuses on one of the key themes from the SLA seminar and provides an oasis of refreshment for those who are truly engaged in discovering their life purpose. The theme of the next alumni event will be blocks to your character development and therefore your destiny. Don't miss this opportunity to be refreshed and refocused on your journey of discovering your life purpose. The next live seminar will be held March 4, 2012 in Singapore, Another live event will be held June 22, 2012, in Dallas, and the next webinar will be held September 10th, 17th, and 24th, 2012. Recordings of the alumni events are available on the website. See strategieswork.com for details. The Business Transformation Series Beyond Babel Seminar For a depraved human race, the default will always be a worldview in rebellion against God. This will be manifested by traits such as focus on money, pleasure, comfort, convenience, and or self-glorification. An example of this is the Tower of Babel project. In this project, the focus was self-glorification, which is an expression of rebellion against God. In the end, the project was judged by God. So how does one build organizations that will be blessed by God? First, people must come to Christ to address the issue of sin. And second, people must learn to build organizations according to God's ways. The Beyond Babel Seminar will help you learn how to build organizations biblically. Attend the Beyond Babel Seminar and learn how to build organizations that will enjoy the blessing and favor of God. The next live seminar will be held February 29, 2012 in Seoul, South Korea. Another live event will be held March 2, 2012 in Singapore. The BTS Seminar, Kingdom Management 3, Leadership from a Biblical Worldview. Where did you learn what you know about management? If you are like most people, you learn management from experience, common sense, books, and perhaps a mentor. But for most, what they know about management has been framed from non-biblical sources. If you believe that God created the universe, then He must have made all the rules of the universe. And if God revealed Himself in the Bible, then the Bible must be a rich source of truth about life, including business and management. Furthermore, if God grants success in His universe to those who follow His rules... Why would anyone expect to enjoy success in management without knowing and obeying God's rules? The argument is compelling. Anyone desiring to manage successfully in God's universe must know and obey God's rules. He or she must embrace the management ways of the Creator and King, that is, kingdom management. This training is Kingdom Management Part 3, Leadership from a Biblical Worldview. The next live seminar will be held April 6, 2012 in Dallas, And the next webinar will be held May 7th, 14th, and 21st, 2012. See StrategiesWork.com for details. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and to find and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See the website StrategiesWork.com for details. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Connecting the Dots.
1: Since childhood, Kay had been gifted in horticulture. Through the course of her six decades of life, she was always able to grow beautiful flowers. It was easy, effortless, and natural for her. The life and beauty of flowers brought her a sense of tranquility. Like many sexagenarians today, Kay is divorced and lives meagerly. She has two grown daughters. The oldest is 41. During the time Kay was raising her girls, she was a nominal Christian. After her daughters were grown, Kay experienced a spiritual awakening and began to grow in Christ. Her worldview changed. And this led to changes in attitude and lifestyle. At the time these changes occurred, her daughters were grown and married because of their own narcissistic focus. They knew little of their mother's transformation. Today, Kay's daughters are divorced. The oldest is bitter and angry. She lives with Kay and feels free to vent her anger on her mother. Kay is patient and kind, however, with her dysfunctional daughter. Kay's apartment is always filled with beautiful flowers. One day, Kay noticed that her flowers were dying, something she had never experienced before. She began to pray and seek the Lord. Prompted by the Holy Spirit, she began to search her home. In her daughter's bathroom, she found a statue of Buddha. She talked to her daughter and discovered her daughter was worshiping the idol. Kay now understood why the flowers were dying. Spiritual warfare in her home was being manifested in the tangible realm. Kay connected the dots. She understood the truth that spiritual reality drives physical reality. Therefore, solutions to physical problems must begin with spiritual truth. This truth is illustrated by the history of the nation of Israel in the Old Testament. Israel was given a simple test. Obey God and be economically and politically blessed. Disobey God and be economically and politically judged. Many texts convey this truth. Consider, for example, Deuteronomy 28 and Psalm 1. The connection between spiritual obedience to God and physical blessings remains true today. Those who profess to know Christ and live consistent with their profession will be blessed. Sound spiritual reality is the foundation for sound living. An adroit solution to any problem in the physical realm must begin with sound theology. Any attempt to solve physical problems without addressing the underlying spiritual reality will be marginally effective at best. Today the world is enveloped in economic calamity. With few exceptions, it appears that political pundits offer solutions that, at best, mildly recognize the underlying spiritual errors, and at worst, totally ignore it. These leaders will not profoundly solve the problems because they are approaching it as naturalists. Naturalists believe that the only relevant reality is physical reality. All problems are rooted in nature and are therefore solved in the natural. One can see this worldview at work by looking at Greece's economic calamity and other European nations immersed in a quagmire of debt. In all the articles I have read during the past year about this situation, I have yet to find a leader seeking to address the underlying spiritual problems that are being manifested as economic problems. May I suggest that the root cause of the European financial crisis is idolatry. By this I mean that Europeans have abandoned the worship of the one true God, Jesus Christ, and have embraced other gods such as money and pleasure. Consequently, Europeans are seeking solutions to their economic problems as naturalists. Europeans have not connected the dots. But Europe is not alone. The situation in Europe may be a harbinger of future economic issues the United States will face. In his recent State of the Union address, President Obama offered an optimistic spin on the myriad problems in the US. He addressed many issues such as unemployment, worker skills training, education, equal pay for women, illegal immigration, energy independence, renewable clean energy, financial reforms, global warming, nationalism, foreign affairs, VA benefits, taxes, Deficit reduction, mortgage refinancing, financial crimes, congressional conflicts of interest, judicial approval of presidential appointments, and the trade deficit. Though nationalistic in tone, he claimed America is the one indispensable nation in world affairs. Though he was optimistic about America's future, he also acknowledged that trust in the federal government needs to be rebuilt. Government must become more efficient and behavior, but not unduly interfere. He embraced Lincoln's philosophy, the government should do for the people only what the people cannot do for themselves. President Obama stressed the need for fair play and shared responsibility, noting that an America built to last will be built on shared responsibility. In all his rhetoric, the president never mentioned God. His worldview is naturalistic and pragmatic. Ideology, he commented, was not the issue, but collaborating on ideas that make common sense will enable America to return to her former glory. Like Europeans, President Obama apparently assumes that the solutions to the economic and political calamity will be found in natural reality, not in spiritual reality. President Obama is a member of the Democratic Party. It is a practice in the United States for the opposing party to offer a response to the State of the Union address. Governor Mitch Daniels of Indiana provided this response. Governor Daniels did not share the President's optimism on the State of the Union. He believes that the State of the Union is grave. The United States is faced with debt issues similar to those of Greece. Indeed, the country is only a short distance behind Greece and other nations with excessive debt. The federal government borrows one dollar out of every three it spends. Young people today will be the first generation in U.S. history that faces a future less promising than their parents faced. Like the president, however, the governor believes the challenges we face are not ideological, but mathematical and pragmatic. The only way out of the economic quandary is to grow the private economy. To do so will require a simplified tax code with fewer loopholes and lower rates and reduced regulation. Also, like President Obama, Governor Daniels noted that everyone should contribute to the national recovery. Americans must unite. Tough decisions need to be made concerning the use of government funds. In conclusion, Governor Daniels said nothing is wrong with the State of our Union that the American people can't fix. Sadly, as with Europe and President Obama, Governor Daniels appears to be a naturalist and a pragmatist. He, too, failed to connect the dots. There was nothing in his response about the underlying spiritual reality that is about the idolatry at work in America. Both the President and the Governor expressed worldviews that were disconnected from Christ. Neither the President nor the Governor displayed Kay's wisdom. Kay was not a naturalist or pragmatist. She was a person with a biblical view of reality. When she saw her flowers dying and found an idol in her home, she connected the dots. She knew the idol must be removed because she knew that idolatry, which is unsound spiritual reality, would be manifested and was being manifested in unsound natural reality. So it is with the United States and Europe. Until the idolatry is addressed, there will be no lasting solutions to the economic and political calamity. The economy may improve some, But man's financial engineering based on a naturalistic worldview will never fully solve the problems because naturalistic thinking rejects God and therefore embraces idolatry. Lasting economic and political blessings are rooted in the worship of and obedience to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, the only real lasting solution to these economic, global, and political problems is to return to Christ and build on Him. This means that a biblical worldview will provide the only sound basis for building a prosperous society.